singers and Diane Peters welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue today with our study in verses 29 through 39 of Matthew chapter 15, Matthew's account of the feeding of the 4,000. After the incident with the Canaanite woman in the vicinity of Tyre and Sidon, Jesus and his disciples returned to the Sea of Galilee. He goes up into the hills and vast crowds follow him, bringing with them their lame, blind, maimed, and those who couldn't speak, and many others, and laid them before him, and Jesus healed them all. Jesus spends three days at this location, healing and teaching those that had come to see and hear him. The miracle of feeding this vast crowd took place just before he sent the people back to their villages and homes. The sequence of events surrounding this incident is important to note. The importance of spiritual matters were dealt with before the bread question was taken care of. Jesus placed spiritual matters ahead of bread matters, and this will be our primary focus on today's study. Spirit of the Lord. 
Now, here with today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus spent three days with a crowd of people teaching them. Evidently, many of them stayed with him. And on the third day, Jesus fed them by taking seven loaves and a few fish, thanking his Father for them, dividing them, and giving them to his disciples to distribute to the people. The crowd numbered 4,000 men, plus women and children. All ate and were satisfied. Then Jesus sent them home. I began the last program focusing on the order of events. First, Jesus taught them spiritual matters about the kingdom, forgiveness, salvation, eternity for three days. Those were soul matters. They had top priority. Then he fed them, and then he sent them away. I believe it to be extremely significant here that Jesus gave the bread questions, questions that relate to this physical existence second place. There are more important matters, matters that must receive immediate attention before material survival matters. According to the writer of Psalm 106, Israel, after they exited Egypt, was so completely occupied with material things that they forgot God. That's what invariably happens when material things are given priority over spiritual. This has far-reaching implications, especially for Christians. Young people who are seeking a vocation upon which to enter will usually question which profession pays the most, or carries the most prestige, or demands the least hours or the least effort, or is located in the most favorable place by an ocean beach, a mountain lake or riverfront or nearest relatives. Those are all bread matters. They are good and important questions to ask, but they are not the most important. Jesus on this Galilean hillside gave the bread questions the right place, not first, but second. Not on the first day, but on the third. Not until he had spoken to their spiritual concerns did he focus on their physical needs. He met spiritual needs first, then he met physical needs. I say this has many implications. More important than the bread questions some of which I just enumerated, are the soul questions. In which occupation, trade, or profession can I best use my gifts to honor and serve my Lord and my fellow humans? Now that's a soul question. That kind of question should carry priority. I say this has many implications. Young people considering marriage, for example. The first question for a young woman is not Will he be a good breadwinner? That's a bread question. It's important, but not primary. A better question, will he be a partner with whom I can best serve my Lord? This affects how business people look at a business. The first question is not the amount of money to be made. A profit is important, but after all, one can gain the whole world and lose his own soul. A more important question is, is it right? Is it God-honoring? Is it fair, just, honest? 
Those are soul questions, kingdom questions. A well-to-do man once asked me if he should take the opportunity to buy more land. I asked him why he wanted it. He said, so that I can give more to the Lord. From him, I expected an honest answer, and I think I got it. I believed him. He bought it, and I have every reason to believe that his giving increased. He put kingdom considerations before bread questions. This question may affect how you select a place to live, the purchase of a home. It might affect who you vote for at election time. Will this candidate lower taxes or increase benefits? Those are bread questions. Will this candidate not only allow but promote biblical values? Does this candidate reflect God's standards for human life and family? Those are kingdom questions. I say this matter of soul or bread questions has many practical implications. This question might affect who you choose as friends or associates. I believe that our world has never been so preoccupied with bread questions as it is now. Most people have no other questions. In fact, in some circles, soul, moral, or kingdom questions are forbidden either by law, by culture, or by supposed freedom to choose. According to many, whatever gets bread is right. To ask what's moral is foolishness to many. A person is considered stupid who, for kingdom questions, will forfeit a job, a position, advancement, or even a promising relationship. Churches, too, are affected. I'm afraid that from many churches across our land, at least, the bread questions are given priority. And the soul or kingdom questions, such as salvation, a walk with the Lord, heaven and hell, are simply not mentioned. Rather, topics of discussion are human rights, fringe benefits, minimum salary, low income, housing, abortion rights, birth control, employment, and a host of other bread matters. These may be important, and they ought to be talked about, but they are mostly bread matters and aren't primary. But many churches have no other questions. Those are the only accepted questions while kingdom questions are ignored. Very simply put, some churches consider their main mission not the preaching of the gospel but the distribution of bread. Jesus was concerned about the bread questions, but he gave them the proper place, not first, but second. Let no one think that Jesus wasn't concerned about a person's physical needs. In fact, he was the first to mention it on that hillside. But the food problem did not sidetrack him. It has always been Satan's technique to sidetrack us individuals, as well as to sidetrack the church, to miss the mark the target. Our aim need only be slightly off to miss. Israel, after the exodus, got sidetracked and missed the mark. They forgot God, and they wandered around in circles for 40 years, going nowhere and doing nothing except killing time. Meaning eluded them because they focused only on bread concerns and forgot God. 
Jesus didn't allow Satan to sidetrack him. He took care of primary matters first. He covered soul and kingdom questions. I believe the crowd left that hillside not only physically satisfied, but spiritually fulfilled and satisfied. Jesus met both needs, but he did it in the right order. Snow is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.